Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Podcast 360. I'm Michael Potts, Managing Digital Editor for the Consultant 360 Specialty Network. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Ricardo Vitter-Cohen, who is the Director for the Center for Obesity and Diabetes at the Oswaldo Cruz German Hospital in San Paulo, Brazil. Thank you for joining me today, Dr. Cohen. Today, we'll be discussing his recent study, Effects of Gastric Bypass versus Best Medical Treatment on Early Stage Chronic Kidney Disease in Patients with Type 2 Diabetes and Obesity. In your study, you found that Roux-en-Y gastric bypass surgery was associated with remission of albuminuria in 82% of patients with type 2 diabetes, obesity, and stage G1 to G3 and A2 to A3 chronic kidney disease, which resulted in CKD remission among 82% of participants. Can you discuss how these findings could impact clinical practice? And at what point should bariatric surgery be considered for patients with CKD and obesity? The study is the first one in uh, metabolic surgery that we do not seek for glycemic endpoints. What I mean is that uh, the study was conducted in order to achieve diabetes uh, remission was a secondary endpoint, while the stopping, halting, the evolution of chronic kidney disease was the primary endpoint with the remission of albuminuria. So as this is the first one, and what we found is that at two years, that's the interim report of two years in a five years follow-up study, we found that regardless of the blood glycemic control, we could achieve remission of albuminuria in 82% of the patients in the surgical arm. So what I think that uh, this is the first study that targets an endpoint, an, an endpoint with an end organ damage first. And second, we compare to the very best medical treatment, the current very best medical treatment with two classes of drugs called the SGLT2 inhibitors and the GLP-1 receptor analogs that they had already proved that they deliver good results in, in improving kidney disease. So we compared surgery versus the best medical treatment and we achieved that regardless of glycemic endpoint. And I think that uh, this is the, it's a kickoff of starting changing guidelines when approaching patients with CKD, chronic kidney disease, uh, because we show that there's no direct relation between the tight glycemic control produced by both treatments. If you look at the numbers of the A1C in the medical and the surgical arm, they are below 7%. So they reach the American Diabetes Association endpoints. And thus far, we could achieve remission of CKD and remission of albuminuria in the surgical group. So what I mean is that, yes, this is the first uh, step to change guidelines regarding patients with obesity and chronic kidney disease. How did you decide on RYGB as the procedure to evaluate during your study? And did you consider including other bariatric surgical procedures as well? Well, uh, if we look at albuminuria and chronic kidney disease, they're a proxy of cardiovascular events and mortality in patients with type 2 diabetes. And we have around 23 or 24 studies that show decrease in mortality long-term uh, uh, with uh, the use of Roux-en-Y gastric bypass. There's no study with pancreatic diversions or with civic gastrectomy that show decrease in mortality, cardiovascular and all-cause mortality. And we know that in several different randomized control trials that, that were published already, that the Roux-en-Y gastric bypass is a better operation to achieve glycemic control 
because the other 12 randomized controlled trials before ours, they target only glycemia. So we know that regarding glycemic control, the run Y-gastric bypass is better than the sleeve gastrectomy. And if I compare to the pancreatic diversions, what I can see is if although uh, the, the BPDs, the pancreatic diversions, can reach better glycemic outpoints, uh, endpoints long-term when compared to the run Y-gastric bypass, they are a riskier operation and they have severe nutritional complications long-term. So the best risk profile in metabolic surgery so far is the run Y-gastric bypass. That's why we compare the, 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 the king in metabolic surgery versus the versus the, the, the best medical treatment. But I understand that uh, not in my country, not in Brazil, but uh, in the US, for example, the sleeve gastrectomy is the most popular operation. And it's not, it's, it's, it's not our job to discuss why, but here in Brazil, the bypass is still the king. And the sleeve may be considered in a long-term study to, to be compared with the run y gastric bypass and the medical treatment. Probably that should be the next step. And in my opinion, the bypass will be better. So uh, I think it's, it's, it's an, an, an open avenue to study if other operations, maybe the sleeve, may be a better option. You observed that the safety profile of RYGB was compatible to that of pharmacologic treatment. Is this finding one that you anticipated or was it surprising? Oh, that's a very good question. It's, it's, it was surprising because uh, the surgery, metabolic surgery, it, it, it goes with a tight glycemic control earlier than the drugs. So we thought that the hypoglycemic events after surgery would be significantly higher when we compared to the, the best medical treatment arm. And 13% of severe adverse events in both groups and no difference between both groups was really surprising. And, and it was as surprising as the good outcomes in the medical arm. We reached 56% of remission of CKD and albuminuria in the medical arm. We didn't anticipate this as well. So two surprises in this study. First, the very good performance of the medical arm. And second, the same adverse event. So yeah, we didn't anticipate this. And there's another point I'd like to highlight. If you look at the literature, uh, when we, you promote a tightened uh, glycemic control in patients, either medical or surgical, uh, retinopathy gets worse. And this is a common knowledge. This is, and uh, that's a cautionary tale. And we found that there's no worsening in the in their in the retinopathy at two years follow-up. It's very interesting. Although we achieved glycemic, we were surprised as well. Although we achieved a good glycemic control early on in the surgical arm, retinopathy didn't worsen at all. So that's another surprise. The good results of the medical treatment, the same number of the adverse events, and uh, no if no negative effect over retinopathy. With the body of evidence surrounding bariatric surgery and its impact on diseases, including CKD and diabetes, why is the surgery only performed on between one and two percent of the surgically eligible population? Oh, this is a this is a recurring question. Uh, first, we ask ourselves. Second, in all conferences that I and I lecture or papers that I write, it always comes the next the, the same question. Well, this is a huge uh, uh, answer. I'll, I'll try to summarize it. First, obesity and diabetes are still regarded by the general public and even the, the healthcare providers as a lifestyle problem, as a psychological problem. And it's not at all. It's a disease. Both diabetes and obesity, they're not 
uh, uh, problems of choices. There are diseases where the, the, the basis of the pyramid is genetics. So the genetical aspect of both diseases guide the evolution of, of, or the bad evolution of those diseases. We know that obesity and, and diabetes, the diabetes thing, it's the real pandemic of the century. It's not the viruses, it's not anything, uh, anything infectious. And what we think is that the stigmatization against the obese patients, against people with diabetes, it's the main reason that uh, it's, it's not, it's not, the penetrance is it's lower than 1%. On top of this, uh, the payers, uh, they, they surf the wave. As uh, stigma is huge and big against the patients, so patients with obesity, for example, they're lazy, they're losers, they're always, uh, uh, they're always uh, second-line citizens, and, and, and there's, there's, there's a problem. So the payers, they see that an opportunity to restrain the access to to restrict the access of the patients to, to the best, medic, the best uh, option, that is surgery. The, 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 a good comparison is with cancer. If you look at, with, to a lady with um, uh, a breast cancer, and we see that only 1% of the patients get a mastectomy, this is a huge crime. So not giving access to patients with uh, grade three obesity with diabetes because of this it's the stigmatization against the diseases it's, it's the worst problem uh we uh, unfortunately even healthcare providers they still use uh, a bad language they call the obese patient the diabetic patient so this is not a, a quality of the patient so we don't call a patient with a cancer a cancerous patient. We call a patient with cancer. So it's the same. Changing the language is the first step. So patients with obesity, patients with diabetes, and then show the healthcare providers and the general public that those patients need the best medical treatment available, either surgical or medical. So I think uh, to make a long story short, that the stigma is the basis of everything. What factors should future studies in this area focus on? I think we need to have our results replicated elsewhere uh, to, to validate what we found. Second, uh, this is our next, uh, we, we do a lot of, of, of metabolic surgery research. Our next research, we're just starting recruiting, is to compare metabolic surgery in pre-dialytic patients. So patients with chronic kidney disease stages 3A and B. So patients that within five years would be under dialysis. And we want to check if really we can change early chronic kidney disease, as we showed in our mom's study, or even we can uh, stop the evolution or postpone the evolution of patients with a more advanced chronic kidney disease. So I think this is, this is the future. Replication of our results elsewhere. I know there's a study in Chile being uh, carried on uh, with uh, the, same, the same baseline characteristics of the patients. And we, we want to prove that this operation, metabolic surgery, mainly the Roux-en-Y gastric bypass, can benefit patients with advanced stages of chronic kidney disease as well. I think that we can change the care of uh, people with diabetes and obesity and chronic kidney disease with surgery. We show that it's not parallel to the glycemic control. Inflammation in, in the glomeruli decreases with surgery then the, the filtration of the protein, the albuminuria, really ceases, not ceases, but improves a lot. So I think this is an open avenue to, to, to 
provide the best care for our patients with diabetes and obesity uh, with chronic kidney disease.